Moines. Now, today's biggest stories from the BMW of Des Moines Sports Desk. This is an X's and O's update on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. And I'm Trent Condon. The start time for the Cyhawk game coming up in September has been announced. 3 o'clock kickoff on Fox Sports 1. Seven of Iowa's 12 matchups have been announced with start times, including the home opener against Miami of Ohio, a night game, 6.30 kickoff on August 31st. Last night, game one of the NBA Finals, and to no one's surprise, the coming out party for Pascal Siakam. Siakam flips it up and banks it home. He's got 30. The call from Mike Breen, ESPN, ABC. Siakam finishes with 32 points, a 118-109 win for the Raptors. Game two, Sunday night. Two MLB from yesterday. The Cardinals get a solid performance on the mound from Dakota Hudson, and Matt Carpenter continues to heat up. And Carpenter lifts it in the air. Out to deep left. It's another home run for St. Louis. The call from Fox Sports Midwest. The Cardinals a 5-3 winner. Milwaukee was in Pittsburgh, and they brought the bats. Here's Moustakis again. A high fly ball to right. Polanco at the wall, and there she goes. Another one is out of here for Moustakis. Brian Anderson on the call, Fox Sports Wisconsin, as the Brewers run past for the 11-5 win. The Royals were in Texas to face the Rangers, and Jorge Soler again goes deep. And he cracks this one high and deep, and it is yes! hitting the foul pole, a home run. Fox Sports Kansas City on the call, home run number 14 of the year. For Solaire. In Chicago, the White Sox get their fourth win in a row, powered by Jose Abreu. In the air left field. Allen back at the warning track. It is gone! Jason Benetti with the call on NBC Sports Chicago. Home run number 15 of the season for Abreu. And tonight on KXNO, it's Cardinals Cubs 7-15 with the first pitch from St. Louis. Live from the Wild Rose Casino and Resort Jefferson Studios, you'd rather be here. This is 1460 KXNO. Keep up with KXNO on Twitter and Facebook. Go to KXNO.com to learn more from You just want to let it run for a while? (laughs) Yeah, probably wouldn't go over well in the corner office. Welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Saturday night's not going to be for fighting. It's going to be for St. Louis. Yeah, well, maybe the fighting, but you know what? It would have used to be. There was an error that it would be for fighting, but there's no fighting in the Stanley Cup playoffs anymore. Uh, The game has changed. Ovechkin got his punch in, though. Yeah, he did. A couple rounds ago. Yeah, that was the first round of the playoffs against Carolina. Um, That's going way, way back. Here's uh, something that dawned on me, Trent, when I was looking at the Hawkeyes' uh, kick schedule, game Mm -hmm. times, and um, we may have a collision course in week number one when it comes to both of the needle movers playing at night. Now, Jamie Pollard has a decision to make when it comes to the Northern Iowa game. I'm sure Cyclones TV will have the game, right? Yes, that's what it normally is. Right. We think back to what happened last year with South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. Jamie Pollard's good at a lot of things, controlling the weather. Mm. Not at the top of his <laughs> list. I mean, there's a knock. Or anybody's for that matter. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah, you're being a little more fair. So what will they do? Will, will we be forced to choose, because we now know that 
Miami of Ohio is kicking off uh, at Kinnick Stadium at 6.30. Jack Trice has a game, obviously, on the same day. They have been night games in the past. When we think back only a year and what ha- the unfortunate circumstances, which led to Drake showing up on Championship Saturday to play uh, as they got that 12th game in, what will they do? Will both of these games be night games, I guess is my question. All right, so we do know that Cyclones.tv will get a game. And it's going to be that one. Or is it going to be the ULM game, mm. Louisiana-Monroe, which is week four, the week after the Cyhawk game? No, I don't think that's that, that game's going to find its way to FS something. Fox Sports Midwest Yeah, so that, that's where that one will be. Okay, so you believe that's what it's going to be? I do. Do you think Iowa State, and I don't know how many you and I people pay for the month subscription just to watch that game, Few hundred at the very least, oh, you'd have I would to assume. Think so for sure, maybe upwards of a thousand, regardless mm-hmm. of what it is. People that jump in there is that also a decision where the Big Twelve says, "Look, it's going to be one of these two games. Either you and I or Louisiana Monroe is Cyclones TV. We'll give you guys the option." And they say, "Well, of course, we we know there'll be a lot more you and I fans that'll pay for that game as opposed to mm-hmm. third tier rights." Yeah. By the way, speaking of that, we saw the Big Twelve just announced this morning the payout to their schools, just shy of thirty nine million. They anticipate the number will creep to $45 million by the end of the television contract 2024. Pretty good money. Pretty good money. Not Big Ten money, but nope. pretty good money. And this does not include the third-tier rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what Mediacom TV brings to Iowa State, or Cyclones TV on Mediacom mm-hmm. uh, brings in for Iowa State. I don't know the answer to that. I know, well, of course, Longhorn Network for Texas is... Is a cash cow. $15 million a year. Uh-huh. I see. I've seen before. I think Oklahoma is between seven and eight million. Is it okay? That they get from their third tier rights, and I think Iowa State is up there in that next tier. I want to say the number I saw at one point was maybe three million, something like okay. that, kind of for that next group of teams. And Iowa State was in there. This is just spitballing here, and then it's just sticking. But right around that number. So what would they do with the with the the bad taste in their mouth still lingering from two thirty? Yeah, I mean, since it's not not TV, if they wanted to, they could put it at 1 o'clock. A lot of these games, you don't have to go back too many years to find 1 o'clock kickoffs at Jack Trice. I'm anxious to see what they do with that game. I mean, normally, it would be a night game. It's been a night game. But South Dakota State and the weather from the year before, you just wonder how big of a role that is going to factor into the decision. Or should, I mean, it's weather. Should it? I mean, should you? You, you can't. Does lightning your... strike twice? Well, it, it, this is the first time in how many years that this has happened. Now you're going to schedule games because of that one incident? Yeah, no, I don't think so, but I just wonder if it's, you know, selfishly, I hope they play it in the afternoon so yeah, we can watch them both. That, that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> Me too. Uh, Corey wants to chime in. Hi, Corey. Welcome to the program. How are you? Yeah, I'm just kind of spitballing here, but okay. wouldn't it be a lot smarter to have you and I play the night game? I mean, they'd be a heck of a lot easier to reschedule than somebody from out of state. Uh, what, when, when you say reschedule, what do you mean reschedule? If if indeed things like went off the rails, have a, a Sunday game or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously a lot easier to handle. That I see what you're somebody saying. Somebody from Louisiana Monroe, they can drive True. the minute fifth, hour fifteen back to Cedar but, Falls. But, but by then, their playoffs have started. No, no, no. He's saying like a day or two later. No, I'm oh, you're saying oh Sunday. that's okay. Yeah. Oh, I see what you so mean. So if you need to play it on Sunday or Monday, it's a lot yep. easier. With a team that's I see what seventy five miles away, as opposed to even to South me, Dakota yeah, State. If you were going to choose between the two, I'd choose you and I to be the night game every time. 
Makes sense, so, Corey. I get your point. I get your point. Yeah. You're going to have a lot more fans there too, with you and I, obviously. So you know that that's always a draw there too. So good point. Thanks, Corey, for the call. Thanks, Appreciate guys. it. Yep, good to talk to you. Um, look, it, it, the chances of this happening in back to back years are yes. minuscule. I was just wondering if we're going to, you know, because I, I was surprised, weren't you, that uh, Miami of Ohio, the first game yeah. of the year at Kinnick is a night game? Yeah, absolutely. We've seen a few of those two thirty ones that, but never six thirty. Not in week one, I don't think. Night games are special, and when we're, we're putting Miami of Ohio at a mm-hmm. night game, it takes away some of that mm-hmm. special feeling that you get for it. Plus, first game of the year. I mean, as a tailgater. I know you're not in. You're not at 100 percent yet. <laughs> Sometimes you get a little too revved so, up. So when do you peak, Trent? How many weeks does it take before you're really, you know, let me steal a term, firing on all cylinders at your tailgate? End of September, early October. That is prime. So for Weather's the Michigan perfect. game this year, yes. No, you're at Michigan. At so Michigan, that wouldn't, yeah. yeah. So that wouldn't be. So the following week, when Penn State comes, oh, that's going to be a night game. Though. That will be a night game, and that's when you have to have yeah, every T crossed, I mm-hmm. dotted. You got you're every, in peak form at that point. No doubt, the tolerance is built back up after mm-hmm. an off season of not drinking nearly as much. You're ready to go. You but got don't you want to see up. your pals after you haven't seen them since November? In a lot of cases, yeah, I get haven't sick of my seen friends. them at the tail. <laughs> Bunch of a holes. Yeah, but you want to get there early and have all day with them, and then go into the stadium at night. Could be all right. Well, here's the thing: I'm not going to be able to make it to that first game. Oh, you're out. Yeah. Well, your 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 son's going to be born right around. Right. That. Right. Right. I, we're a couple days removed from the due date of my wife, so I'm going to guess. Game one, I'm out regardless. So me and the baby boy, we'll be watching it together in the recliner. Your first one. Yeah. Very, very cool. Uh, well, we'll see. That's uh, something, obviously, that's uh, going to be a big June talker, I would expect. Mm-hmm. Is once the Big 12 does finally come out with some of their kickoff times, I'm assuming that uh, Iowa State would let us know when the week one game is going to kick. And I'm saying seven o'clock. One of the surprises to me, Iowa, as we mentioned, seven of the 12 start times came out is, oh, never mind. This was one of them. I thought the Purdue game wasn't announced in its homecoming, and that's always an 11 a.m. kickoff, mm-hmm. but it was part of the 7th. Yeah, it's, it's 11 yeah. o'clock. Yep. So yeah, uh, Michigan, I'm going to miss there. Yeah, Michigan two weeks before that is 11, and that's going to be, I mean, that's got Fox National written all over it. I heard this idea, a college football podcast that I listened to, The Solid Verbal. If you are ESPN and you see what Fox is doing here, we all wait as we're watching game day. Mm-hmm. And, and what do you wait for? It doesn't matter what kickoff is happening on another, another network. Yeah, waiting for Corso to put on the hat. Why don't you stretch game day out to 11.05? And stretch that just a little bit further. It feels like a lot of times it doesn't get off the air until about 11.02, 11.03. Stretch that a little bit more. Maybe even 11.15. you got to wait for Corso, and you go right into kickoff or whatever the ESPN game is. So every 11 o'clock game gets pushed back? Every No, no, no. Just, just for just ESPN. The, and you keep those viewers there. But would you keep them there, though, if there's other games I, kicking at 11? I'm I not going to stick around. I still think you would. If it's 11.05, you're still sticking for Corso? And, uh, uh, I love that part of the broadcast. I do, too. And, you know what, and we're not alone. You no, know, I know we're not. And, and here's the thing. Sadly, we don't have a lot more years of this part right. of the program, right? Um, yeah, Nah, get it over. Put on the hat at ten fifty nine and get us to uh, our venues. But this is a business proposition. You want to keep viewers there in Fox. They're kind of trying to. They are. They're flex stealing their the eleven o'clock kick. Yes. They say, "Well, watch this. Watch what we can do. We are game day. We have this power. 
We're going to keep the viewers here for an extra five minutes. Okay, but so so let me put the, let me throw it back at you this way then. Uh-huh. So Iowa and Michigan are Fox National. And I think that's going to be the case. Sure. Because as, if, in case you missed it, audience, Fox is may, the 11 o'clock window is their big game of the day now. Mm-hmm. That's where they've decided we're going to get this. We're going to go right off the bat. 11 o'clock's our marquee game of the day. So if you're a Hawkeye fan, are you going to get over to Channel 17 in time for kickoff, or are you going to wait until Corso picks the game day game? I know the answer. The, the fan, obviously, yes. But let's say it's not Iowa-Michigan. Let's say that big Fox game is Texas-Tech-Texas-Oklahoma. Texas-Oklahoma. Important game. Mm -hmm. But they are at a big game. You sticking around? Ah, I'll get to it. Maybe I'll miss a play or two. But I want to see Corso. Yeah, you'd had a good week until now. Well, take your time. No, no. If it's your team, of course you're going to watch the game. If it's a game that you want to watch it, but you're not locked in. You're going to be bouncing around a bunch of different games. And I'll get to it after Corso. 11.05. It's the right move. All right. It's a business decision. Uh, Knock down Fox. We'll, t- we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We will talk to Jimmy B. He will opine on you're that. not buying this. I'm not buying it at all. Get me to kick off at 11. Um, but you're I being do love selfish the course over there. You're I being am, selfish. I'm a selfish fan, Trent. We know this. I'm a selfish fan. It's all about me. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. Jimmy B joins the program. Claxons in a half an hour. We're here until noon. It's Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. 1460. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station. 1460 KXNO. Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, Miller and Brinson, Jimmy B and TC. They all come together here on the radio program. Hello, Jim Brinson. How are you, old friend? Friends, I'm doing uh, sensational. Thank you for asking me to come on. As always, the pleasure is all yours. <laughs> Indeed it is, Jimmy B. Hey, let's uh, let's start with the NBA, then we'll kibitz around and, you know, BS and uh, as we did for a number of years, um, you know, Jim. If you're if you're rooting for the Raptors in this series, if you're an Iowan and you love this Nick Nurse angle, or you're sick of Golden State, Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. was five of fourteen, and the Raptors are up one zip. You have to expect that the maybe the best player, certainly 
Yeah, Steph Curry's pretty good. Uh, but Kawhi Leonard is a superstar, and we know that. And he had an off game, and yet his team still won. Well, everybody talks to what Pascal Siakam did, and, and rightfully so. When he goes 14 of 17 and scores 32 points and grabs eight rebounds, and he went on a tear where he scored like 10 straight points, kid. But one of the real keys, and it's getting overlooked for that victory, was the play of Mark Gasol. Mm, yeah. You'll remember, yeah, in the pivot, he played 30 minutes, he grabbed seven rebounds, had an assist, a steal, and a block, scores 20 points. But here's the real key. You got a 6'11", 7-footer who's very active, and not only does he help you defend the rim, which he does very well. At one time, he was the NBA Defensive Player of the Year not too long ago. But he is capable of stepping out when Golden State runs that high ball screen out near the top of the key. He can step out and defend there, and that with his length and size, that got Golden State totally out of rhythm. So I think everybody's talking about Siakam and and how Kawhi Leonard only scored 23 and had an off night, as you just said. But he only scored 23 <laughs> and grabbed eight boards and handed out five assists. But I think the play of Gasol is overlooked. I, I think he was extremely important in helping Toronto win that first game. Just as an aside, boys, Trent, before you jump in, mm-hmm. uh, Gasol outscored both teams in the first uh, in, in the first half. He was the lead scorer on the floor. Yep. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, look, you, you got you to point to certain factors. When, you're, when your star, which is Kawhi Leonard, and he is truly a star player, mm-hmm. is struggling, other guys have to pick up the slack. So it was Gasol. It was Siakam, and then coming off the bench, uh, Van Fleet had a terrific game with 15 points. He was 5 of 8 from the floor. Jim, you are famously a front runner. You love favorites. <laughs> yes, he does. As we both know here over in Des Moines. Jimmy B, I'm sure you picked the Warriors before the series. After you, what you saw last night, though, are you changing your tune at all? Do you believe that Toronto can win this series now? Oh, I always felt Toronto could win. I never felt that they couldn't. I just thought Golden State would find ways to outscore them. And, and it's so funny, guys, because here's the narrative that you got from talking heads, uh, some talking heads nationally. You got, well, before this game last night, Golden State is well-rested. Mm-hmm. They're going to come in and just run the legs off of uh, Toronto. And then after the game, you got, whoa, Golden State was rusty mm-hmm. because they hadn't played in the several days where Toronto was you know, still uh, riding that high from knocking out Milwaukee. It's so funny to me how the narrative changes. And, look, this is a Toronto team that plays excellent defense. And it always cracks me up when you hear people who don't understand basketball. Well, I never watched the NBA because they don't play any defense. Mm. Watch Toronto play defense. You guys know. You watched the game. You saw how good they are defensively. Jim, and the game is really, and, and you've said this uh, since since I met you, quite honestly. You, you've always harped on how physical the game is. And, you know, I think it's even more so, especially on the defensive end of the floor, Jim, the, the, what, what the officials let you get away with. And I'm all for it, by the way. I, I think it adds to the game. I'm glad that the, you know, the whistles aren't disrupting the flow uh, like, like they certainly could be. Is it more physical to you in these last few years? Am I seeing things or do, are you buying that? 
No, I am buying that, but I wouldn't say in the last few years. I'd say this season, Ken, and your eyes are not are not deceiving you. Trust me. And when the playoffs began, we know how the tenor changes in the NBA. Generally, it's a slower ball game. There's more of a setup, and everybody tries to work their offense. These two teams, however, were up and down the court, and I thought it was a great strategic plan by Nick Nurse and the Raptors coaching staff to play at a racehorse pace just like Golden State was. And they took Golden State out of their comfort zone because of their defense. They were able to play Golden State's pace, yet slow down Golden State and make it more difficult for the Warriors to score. So from that aspect, I thought the strategy was brilliant. I also felt that this was a situation. I got a guy cutting grass over here. I've got to move to another <laughs> spot if you can hear that. So uh, I, 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 I felt that it was a situation where the, the, the Raptors knew exactly what they wanted to do. And even though Leonard struggled offensively, he was still a monster defensively. And you have to understand that. Siakam's length is problematic, although in the post-game news conference, Draymond Green pretty much said, hey, it's on me. I let him get away with murder. I'm not going to let that happen. I'm going to go out and shut him down. So I'm not so sure he can shut him down, but I think you'll see a much better job out of Draymond Green. Jimmy B. live from the streets dodging mowers for us here, talking some <laughs> NBA. Now, now Jim, we, we know you love the NBA, but you also love the histrionics of sports, the extra layers here. I have to get your perspective on Drake and what this has become, and certainly last night after the game, him and Draymond jawed a little bit afterwards. Are you a fan of all this? Your thoughts? It doesn't bother me one bit. It, it just doesn't. And it, it, Because people are bugged by this. Well, they're probably baseball fans who don't like, oh, you never show up the pitcher, and right. you don't want to get excited about anything. The unwritten rules. Answer. Yes, BS on all of that. No, this is this is histrionics. This, guys, back in the 80s, the Lakers had a guy they called Dancing Barry. You can look him up on YouTube. <laughs> I'll Dancing believe you. Barry. <laughs> yes, who used to yeah, who used to come out of the stands and dance during timeout over by the opposition huddle, team huddle. Remember the guy who used to sit with the uh, Washington Bullets? The hair? Uh, yeah. Like, Yes, and he would read while they're sitting. Oh there. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jordan, the Jordan rule. I mean, come on, this is this this is what home court is. Mm-hmm. And you know, I do I care about Drake? No, it's it's me. I I don't know. Can I name one of Drake's? Songs? I can't. Me either. So from that standpoint, it doesn't matter. I know Trent can. He's probably a huge Drake fan. Yeah. He probably does the sprinkler move when he's out on the dance floor dancing. I, I use so, the lawnmower, like your buddy over there. The lawnmower move, okay. So from from that aspect, guys, I, I think it's just it's part of the atmosphere. It's part of the fun. You're not going to have that when they go to Golden State. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. unless he buys a front row ticket, which obviously he's got enough money to do, he mm-hmm. can be there. Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. On playoffs, he would buy front row tickets at opposing uh, Lakers uh, tournament games when they were in the finals, and he would be there, you know, John at everybody. It, it every team for the most part has some um, 
wild fan. Now, I don't know the guy's name, but he owns, he's like the biggest Hyundai dealer. Yeah, the guy with Canada. the, uh, the, 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 the uh, yeah, the Pakistani guy with the turban. Uh, yeah, yeah, sits right behind the yeah. basket. Yeah. He's the yeah. biggest, he's had yeah. season ticket holders, Jim, since the franchise was born. Yes. I've talked to him a couple of times. I've done I think his first name is Arena. Is it Nav NAV? I believe is his first name. I, I think I think that's it. Yeah. But I've talked to him a couple of times when I've been there to call games. And I will tell you this, guys. That arena, the way it was constructed, it is loud. Never been I there. Mean, <laughs> oh golly, can Oh yeah, I have. It's the Air Canada Center, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you probably went for a hockey game. I've actually, I saw both. I saw, I saw the Pistons and the Raptors, and, and okay. I, saw, yeah, I saw the Flyers and the Leafs there. Yeah, so I've been there. Yeah, I mean, and the place is loud. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is the way it was built, the sound just circulates around and hovers right back down onto the floor. So it's a terrific home court advantage. Jimmy B is our guest. You know who's lost in this game, uh, guys? We were looking at the box score, and I guess I didn't realize this. I knew Draymond Green was approaching a triple-double. Uh, I think at the time yeah. the, the, the broadcast said he still he's had seven assists or something like He finished with a triple-double in this game. I didn't realize that. I mean, he didn't, well, he didn't kill me. He only got ten points, but, mm-hmm. you know, he did some other yeah. stuff. Oh, yo, no, listen. It wasn't, it wasn't like, like, like the Warriors were just god-awful. They just couldn't beat a better team that played better than them last night. Mm-hmm. And if you look, and you're right, Draymond, but he was, the reason why it doesn't stand out, Ken, he was two of nine right. on the floor. Right, right. So that's that's why you're going, oh, man, they, Green didn't do anything. He only scored ten points. He was two of nine. But he does deliver the, the triple-double. He did turn the ball over six times. So it gives you an indication as well that, they have found something by looking at film that if they think that they can corner Draymond Green when he has the basketball, they have a better chance of forcing him into a turnover than, say, Steph Curry. When you were here, Jim, did you uh, – I know you used to go to some of the energy games. Did you get to know Nick Nurse at all? Are you surprised with – I did. Yeah. I spoke to him. Yeah, spoke to him several times, Ken, when we were working together. Yeah. Absolutely. Terrific, terrific guy. And he did a hell of a job with the energy. Yeah, I mean they had fourteen thousand people that right. one night for that for that uh, that finals game. It was nuts in there. Are you surprised with the success that he's having, Jim? I always felt that he was going to be a very good coach. I didn't know that he would blossom into being a excellent coach. Uh, it's one of those things where you have to remember now he is blessed with terrific talent a team that had gone to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals several times. They just couldn't beat LeBron in Cleveland. And then they made the trade for one of the most dynamic players that the league has. And the best part about that was was that Nick Nurse got Kawhi Leonard to buy in, Mm -hmm. at least for this season. And Kawhi bought into what they're doing, and you can see the results have paid off big time. Jimmy B, you're coming through loud and clear today. Whose phone did you steal? <laughs> nice. I borrowed a guy here. Mm-hmm. You guys the guy cutting the lawn, probably. Time. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, I'm out here by the golf course, and so they were shocking. Green. So, yeah. <laughs> How is the golf game, Jimmy B? I mean, you're you're starting to pedal along a little bit more. You're never known exactly as a long hitter. How's the game coming? Uh, I'm up to 188 on the drive. <laughs> I don't believe so that. I'm, I'm just. 
I'm killing it off the tee now. So, yes, I'm extremely excited about my golf game. Well, it's, it's great at this point. Now you can use those gold tees. Yeah, I knew that was coming. I haven't graduated yet to that. I'm not, I'm not on those at this time. Not yet, Frank. <laughs> uh, so help us out, Jim. Raptors are up one nothing. How do you see the Golden State still favored in Las Vegas to, to win this series? Yep. Will they win this series? I think they will. Uh, I would love to see Toronto uh, win again uh, on Sunday. And here's why, for selfish reasons, Kenny, and you know this, is the same just like Trent. <laughs> right. Because that extends the yes. yep. <laughs> That way we're going to get at least six games. So uh, I would love to have Toronto win, have Golden State win the next two, uh, and then and then it's all bets are off. You know, then then you're going to get uh, the, the kind of play that you really that you really want to see. And and we both, all three of us, love. Uh, game sevens. I mean, look, it, it could be uh, a marbles contest mm. if it was game seven. I'm probably going to watch. So that's how that's how much fun game sevens are. I'll tell you what surprised me. A lot of the national pundits have picked Toronto to win this series wow. in game in game seven. Yeah, yeah, mm. interesting. You know what surprised me, boys? And I'm, I forgot to mention this in the beginning of the show with Trent. So I'm glad that uh, you're with me here, Jim. Um, at this time in Canada. Where we know yep. what rules, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The yep. Toronto yep. Raptors television ratings are killing the Stanley Cup playoffs in Canada. Wow! How about that? Wow! You know, you know, Ken. I always felt, at least when I would go into Toronto, and I love Toronto. It's a great city. It's it's the greatest international city that you can go to. Yeah, it's really. I mean, good. you could be at a restaurant and hear like ten different languages mm-hmm. being spoken true. at the restaurant. It's it's awesome. So I always knew that the Raptors had a very, very hardcore base, but since they have become so good and with hockey stinking up the joint in Canada and every Canadian team being knocked out in the first round, what else do you got to do there except for look at the bighorn sheep that are up on the mountain? So you might as well get excited about round ball and get locked into the Raptors. And the, and the country is no doubt about it. I was shocked when I saw that. I, I really was. Jim, yeah. listen, buddy, good to right. catch up with you. We will do so again. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate you coming on. Glad you're well, my friend. Thank you, fellas. Thank you. It's always great to be on with you guys. Have a great day. Yeah, Thanks, good Jim. to talk to Jimmy B. Chiming in. How about that? Um, I mean, hockey's... Yes. People live and breathe it up there. The Raptors are killing the Stanley Cup. Now, admittedly, as Jim said, no Canadian team, mm-hmm. but uh, the country is buying into this it's franchise. Their team, though. It is their team. As opposed to their sport. Well, that's where the game was invented, don't forget. So. Did you just hear what I said? Yes, invented. Mm-hmm. It's true. Would. Naismith's a Canuck. Would. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um. The Leafs, the Maple Leafs, the Montreal Canadiens are in the Stanley Cup final and the Toronto Raptors are playing for an NBA championship. Well, that's different. I don't know. I'm trying to bring it here, though. Okay. What would it be for for an I win that, because wrestling still, even though it's a quote-unquote, we're a wrestling state, Mm -hmm. the TV numbers don't dictate that, you know? I'm, I'm trying to think of something. I don't think there is anything that you can. No. there's No. There's no easy comparison. Um but I was really surprised. I really was. Good for them. They're into it. Building was crazy last night. I did notice that, certainly, even though watching it in, in fast forward a lot of the time, you could tell there was uh, 
Was it pumped up? What did you see yesterday? People were lined up at 7 a.m. They couldn't get to in until stand 3. outside yes. to watch the game. It, what do they call it? Jurassic Park? Yes. Uh, to stand outside and watch the game. It was, it was spectacular. So was the anthem. really was. Uh, we'll take a timeout. You know what we're going to do? Let's give away some barbecue. Uh, the first four contestants right now, I've unbusied the phone lines, 284-5966, 284-5966. We will give you four propositions, a couple of point spreads, a couple of props. Uh, if you get the most rice, you'll win a $35 gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up will get 25 There's only four of you. Two of you are going to be eating BBQ at Claxons. The first four callers, I will let you know, if you're getting a ring, you are in. If you're getting a busy signal, you're going to have to wait until next week. Miller & Condon, continue on. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. Your podcasts. It's 24-hour sports, morning, noon, and night, here on 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon, final segment of the week. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Murph and Andy coming up at 2. Fanatics... At 4, uh, Saturday morning pregame tomorrow, Emery, Songer, Sean Roberts. They have Megan Gustafson tomorrow at 9.20. Good get. It is a good get. Good for the fellas. Mm-hmm. Uh, local sports talk, Saturday mornings, 8 until 10. Saturday morning pregame, Megan Gustafson joins Emery and Sean tomorrow at 9.20. Right now, Claxon's Barbecue makes it possible for us to do this promotion each and every Friday. Claxon's in Altoona, where they've been in Altoona for over 21 years. Uh, 31, 31, 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Hand rub smoked meat serves in a modern open dining room with fireplace. The food is spectacular. Check them out online. ClaxonBBQ.com. ClaxonBBQ.com. Nick, Matt, Adam, and Taylor will run over the list. You guys can all uh, give this some thought. Uh, we'll do the Bruins and the, and the Blues, Game 3. Raptors a point-and-a-half favorite in Game 2 over Golden State. Cubs cards, three-game set in St. Louis. Who will win that? Here's one to give some thought to. Tiger Woods uh, begins play 2-under today. The leaders are 9-under. The question is, will Tiger finish within 6-and-a-half shots of the lead? Uh, if he gets cut, the answer would be a no. So if he has a bad round today, he's tees off in about th- 25 minutes or thereabouts, and then the tiebreaker is going to be home runs. Today in Major League Baseball, there are 15 games. Uh, Nick joins us first. Nick, how are you? Doing well, thank you. Uh, let's see you know how this works, right? Yep. Bruins, Blues, Game 3, St. Lou. Who do you like? Uh, Bruins. Raptors are a point-and-a-half favorite to, on Sunday against Golden State. Golden State. Cubs cards, three-game set at Bush. Who are you going to take in that three-game series? Cubs. Tiger, will he finish within six-and-a-half of the lead at the Memorial when it's all said and done on Sunday? No. Uh, tiebreaker, closest without going over, Nick. Home runs today in Major League Baseball. Uh, 15 games go, uh, uh, 21. 21. Thanks, Nick. You have a good weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Matt is next. Matt, welcome to Miller and Condon. How's things, Matt? Uh, 
they're okay. Good. Just okay. Just Don't okay. Down. Well, yeah. Let's, let's see if we okay. give you some barbecue and pick you up a little bit. Bruins, yeah. Blues. Tomorrow night, who you uh, got? Bru- Bru- Bruins. Bruins. Boston for you. Raptors are a point and a half over Golden State Sunday. Uh, Golden State. Cubs cards, three games set in St. Louis. Who are you taking? Cubs. Tiger, will he finish within six and a half of the lead on Sunday? Uh, yes. Home runs is our tiebreaker today in Major League Baseball, closest without going over. Uh, 27. Thank you, Matt. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Uh, Adam is next. Adam, I hope your week's going better than Matt's. How are you? <laughs> it's going great. No rain. <laughs> good st- yeah, really. Uh, it's been a while since we've been able to say that. Bruins, Blues, in the loo tomorrow. Who you got? Uh, blues. Raptors, point-and-a-half favorite over Golden State on Sunday. Uh, Golden State. Cubs cards, three games set in St. Louis this weekend. Who wins that series? Go Cubs. Tiger, does he finish within six-and-a-half of the leader in the Memorial this weekend? No. And tiebreaker is home runs in Major League Baseball tonight, closest without going over. And a half, 30. I'm sorry, 30, did you say? Yes, sir. Thank you, Adam. Have a good weekend. You too. Thank you. And uh, Taylor brings it to a close. Hi, Taylor. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Doing fine. Uh, Bruins in St. Louis. Tomorrow, game three in St. Louis. We'll do St. Louis. Taking the Blues. Raptors are a point and a half favorite Sunday over Golden State. Uh, Raptors. Cubs cards. Three games set in St. Louis. Who wins the series? Cards. Tiger. Will he finish within six and a half of the lead in the Memorial? No. And home runs in Major League Baseball tonight, closest without going over. Uh, let's go one. One. You got it, Taylor. I like Taylor. Indeed. indeed. Because, uh, have a good weekend, Taylor. Thank you. Yep, you too. Yep, appreciate it. For Claxton. the first time without me prompting it. You didn't prompt this week. We had somebody pick one. Closest without going over. Everybody else is over. You got the tiebreaker automatically. So you think that uh, there won't be more than 20 dingers in MLB tonight? You just automatically, you have all those other numbers, though. Yeah. You have one and two and three and all the way to yeah. 20. You got all those numbers when you pick one. The price is right. Did any, was there a consensus on one? Did any, did, uh, did all four guys pick one of our? Uh, no, I thought we were going to get there with the Warriors, but Taylor went the opposite way. He's got the Raptors in who, game two. Who do you have in game? Well, I know you do. You think Golden State's going to win the, t- I still the title? still do. I Nothing changed off that. I'm gonna. I am already heavily invested in the Warriors to win the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Been doing gonna that. Go get a little here. more. Are you at minus one fifty? I'm gonna take another little dabble here. Yeah, this could be very, very bad. I was encouraged last night as a guy who wants to see this. Well, I'd like to see the Raptors win, but I'd mm-hmm. like to see the series go six or seven minimum. Uh, we may be uh, headed that direction. All right, which way are you headed this weekend? Uh, what's uh, what's on your agenda as far as sports viewing? Your twins remain in Tampa Bay where they got clobbered yesterday. Yes, that was not encouraging at all, hopefully for a bounce back Tampa's there. Tampa's pretty good, Trent. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. I'll be on the car this evening driving to Sioux City, so I'll be listening to that on the radio on my drive up out of beautiful Yankton, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. 7.40? Something I don't like that. That's, no idea. How far is Yankton from Sioux City? Uh, not too. Shouldn't be. I wouldn't hour, think. I want to say, but that signal is huge. I is mean, that, it really? That's throughout the years when I haven't been able to find anything locally with the Twins. That's mm-hmm. been my go-to. Yankton, big signal up there. But uh, yeah, I'll be doing that on the drive. So a lot of that. Cubs, Cardinals, that'll be at the forefront. 
Sunday night baseball is Yankees Red Sox. Yeah, I mean it's it'll be NBA for me, me Sunday too. night. Me too. Now I will watch until the game the mm-hmm. basketball starts, which I think is earlier. Last night it was eight. You're I think right. It's, yes. Is it seven? I want to say you're right. It's seven o'clock. Yeah, I good. know it is earlier though. It's either seven or seven thirty, but I think it is seven uh, with the start time there, which is a good thing. I yeah, mean, that's, I'm with, on Sunday night, absolutely yeah. is. Yeah, because we got a full week next week. No four-day week for us. Oh, but boy, this week flew by. So we should yeah. get some Big 12 kickoff times, I would assume. Uh, and in that yep. in that cluster of game times, uh, we should be probably able to fill in the UNI-Iowa State kick. It'll be June. It'll be June. Phil Steele, we ordered, well, you ordered those today for us. Yes. So they're on the newsstands on the 25th, but if you pre-ordered, mm-hmm. they ship like maybe within the next week, I think I saw. That is good, good news. Did you see uh, the mid I guess he calls it the Mid-East cover, the Big Ten. I Notre did. Dame I cover. saw Epinesa on it. Epinesa's on there. Yeah. No Iowa State player, though, on no. the Big 12 one. That's oh, usually, there isn't? No, it's usually more Texas-centric. Yeah, probably so. Is what you see with that. So, no Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. A bunch of defensive guys could have made it. Yes. Um, and Mike Rose will make it before it's all said and done. Boy, I think that's that a pretty good gonna call. Be, he's going to be so good. He's already. He's a star. He is, and it was a star last year as the two freshmen. So we'll fill in those blanks. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna try and see Rocket Man early on Sunday. Got that on the agenda. Get home for Cubs cards in the afternoon mm-hmm. on Sundays. It's a ten o'clock movie, uh, so probably do that early and check that off the list. And Cubs cards this weekend, maybe a little live PD sprinkled in oh. tonight. I love that show. I do love that. What show. is it about that? Well, I don't know. You I have don't... you have the police background with your dad, right? So and my brother, yeah. So that's probably. I mean, that's got to be a piece, right? Yeah, a well, big piece. Absolutely. I'm trying to think piece. if there was a milk trucking uh, show, if, if that would grab me from, <laughs> from growing up around it, too. Inside Maybe. The, inside the dairy. <laughs> the inner workings. Oh, man. Uh, so you just told me off air that um, the Chris Williams... I was talking about T.J. Otzelberger. Yeah. It was a, uh, Jason Luch retweeted a, a piece on Otzelberger teaching some of the kids in Las Vegas the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so Chris is going to Vegas. He's never been to Las Vegas. Never that been. Floors me. Never been before. He told me that yesterday. I stopped by El Bade and had to grab the equipment for baseball yeah. last night. And he said, I'm going to Vegas. I'm like, that's great. For the first time. And I'm like, for the first time as a married guy, first right. time as a dad. First time this year. First time ever. That's, that's he surprising. loves he loves sports yes, wagering. He does. He had a great year last year. He did, and he's bet the and derby and bet the derby offshore instead of going to Prairie Meadows, and <laughs> right. it cost him a bunch of money because he had the winner but got capped. I am fading the crap out of Williams though this year. Yeah, I don't blame you. There's oh. no way in hell he's going to have that kind of season. You can't. I, you cannot. It's not mathematically possible for him to do what he this year what he did last year. Uh, we will be back on Monday. Everybody will. Yes. But we still got uh, Murph and Andy at 2. Then the Fanatics at 4. Tomorrow morning, Saturday morning pregame, Emery and Sean have Megan Gustafson at 9.20. And then when Monday rolls around, the morning rush will start the week anew on 1460 KXNO. Thanks for being here. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO.